Welcome to episode 108 of the Frequency Horizon. We begin back in more innocent times out in front of a surf hostel in San Diego. That's where I met Ben Bucher, a 29-year-old German dude galvanizing around the world, gathering new experiences. Ben, where are you from? Germany, Hamburg. Oh yeah, where are we today? Uh, we are in San Diego on the beach surfing. Uh, what, what kind of a session was it for you today? Uh, it's been my first session in five years. Caught a, a few greenish waves, so not too bad. And the sun came out, so that's fantastic. He was taking a break from enjoying messy looking chop that had actually lined up for some pretty incredible midday swell. How big would you say the waves are? Uh, I guess the bigger sets must be about five, six feet. That's nice. What Was it kind of awkward to be back in the water after not doing it for so long or was it like riding a bicycle you just picked it back up? Um, actually it was kind of awkward at first because I never, never get into surfing as much as like riding a bicycle, so it's never been that natural. But after like half an hour or so, you know, you feel at home again, get used to being pushed around by the waves, just going with the flow. What did, what did you learn being out there today? What did I learn? Uh, to, to stay in better shape, I guess. <laughs> it's been, been quite tough, actually, yeah. Unfit. Yeah, that's not but true. Still, still good fun. That's not true at all. You look pretty fit. <laughs> yeah, I you look. just need your surfing muscles back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah, you know. I'd finally managed to score a place to live in Hermosa Beach within view of the ocean. You could see a tiny square of it through the modernist beach cubes past the deck, but we had no living room or real kitchen, and I kept waking up with a sore throat due to poor ventilation, trapping the organic compounds used to clean the pug that lived there too. So in the end, I had to split. Once again, I became a vagabond, bouncing around from Airbnb to Airbnb, stayed everywhere from Santa Monica to Long Beach, and even with some awesome Chinese and Taiwanese way out in the far eastern suburbs of Los Angeles. So bombing down to San Diego for a quick little mini vacay was pretty sweet. There was even a construction guy from Vancouver Island I met there, spending his winter taking it easy, maintaining a crackling fire. I paid for a board rental, grabbing the eight foot glass with the rounded nose hanging on the deck. It was only later I would learn I was supposed to use one of the foam ones, but regardless, somehow I guess the universe wanted me to get back into riding in ideal conditions. And I ended up scoring what would stand as my best wave for weeks to come. I'm glad Ben had a rad time too. What was your favorite part about being out there today? favorite part uh, just being in the water feeling the salt water in my eyes <laughs> in your eyes yeah just just feeling it all you know it's it's a bit uncomfy at times but I like that it's not too cold eh no it's it's cold at first but you get used to it yeah. with a good wetsuit it's all right for sure you gonna go back out later yeah. today or tomorrow yeah definitely I catch a second breakfast and then I'm back out it's fun to look back on moments like that, you know, personal triumphs, the awesome surf-minded folks you meet on your way from here to there and there back to here. Today, I came here to Corona Del Mar after a last-minute surf session in Huntington Beach to record this. The 
the waves were supposed to be three to five feet at 15 second intervals or something like that, but it turned out to be more like one to three of fat wind swell with the odd, you know, 4.3 foot wave every 10 minutes. But the waves seemed to be holding up as if there was a bit of offshore breeze. You know, I couldn't complain. I think I was in bed at 6.30 still watching Netflix stuff during the lockdown here. walls have been closing in around us. First, it was the parking lots at Malibu and Manhattan beaches. Then Hermosa completely shut down their beach. Then, yesterday, Los Angeles County shuttered the rest of the beaches. I don't know how they're going to do with tickets or whatever, but I guess we'll probably find that out pretty soon. But the ocean had a mind of its own. Interestingly, Huntington Beach had some of the biggest waves these last few days anyways. Surfing is literally the perfect self-isolating activity. You're out there challenging yourself, looking for a unique peak, and trying to stay out of everyone's way. You know, it should be perfect for the coronavirus times. But I think it might be about time to start making surfing is not a crime stickers. Overall, I just feel so lucky to have a comfortable place in the beach communities in reach of all the nearby surf spots, thanks to the lack of traffic. But I've also been really enjoying looking back on the trip I took north and east last year to the insular but endlessly vibrant powerhouse of Quebec, Canada. By the way, that accordion player in the background was an actual street musician in Rimouski, Quebec. One of the things I noticed yesterday while taking a piss in the beach restroom was anti-Chinese racist graffiti, lauding Trump for giving the coronavirus nomenclature. And the response invokes the image of a pig and struck a line through the first bit. This made me think about how Americans calling each other names probably isn't gonna solve shit. And even if it turns out that Chinese wet markets were the jumping off point, Shouldn't we be helping them transition away from their dark proclivities, not just demonizing them so we can feel better about ourselves? And sure, we need less anger in these times. And, by the way, more humor. It made me think about a conversation I had with the national leader of a political party in Canada who I bumped into at a Quebec poetry slam during the federal election up there. His name was Sebastian Corino, and he's the leader of the Rhinoceros Party. That's like a joke party meant to highlight the absurdities of our current political climate. You may have heard of them. Anyways, we talked for a long time about the most random shit you could ever imagine, and unfortunately... We've got a lot of dope-ass beats and fantastic mini-docs to get to in this episode, so I don't have time to share it all with you at this point. However, I did want to play you a part where I probed him on the question of illicit Chinese activities, and to my surprise, the leader came at me with a fantastic way to think about it. Could there be a role, perhaps, for North American ingenuity when it comes to developing international trade relationships while helping Southeast Asian countries wean themselves off harmful practices. Are you for or against the smuggling of, of rhino horns? Smuggling? Rhino oh yeah, horns. we want to uh, create the um, synthetic rhino horn, so we will be able to send, uh, to, to provide China with rhino horn, synthetic rhino horn, and to make billions of money without killing any more no uh, rhinoceros. Do you think this could be a big domestic industry in Canada? Yeah, it will be. Okay. Of course. Great, great. Well, bon chance. 
imagine, instead of all the animosity we're seeing bubble up as we shelter in place and start to develop cabin fever, if we put our best minds to the task, instead of just coming up with a cure, maybe there's a way to develop synthetic pangolin meat or low-cost market stalls for Chinese peasants so that even if the wet markets continue, they would be more sanitary somehow? Or what about rewarding the Chinese Communist Party for taking steps some of their richest cadres may find a tougher pill to swallow than ground-up rhino horn tea, banning the wet markets. We can't just hide in our rooms and think we're going to be protected forever. We need to be willing to support even our supposed adversaries, although that's not how I think of China. So today, for episode 108 of the podcast, we bring you part two of the adventure. Most of the music you're going to hear in this episode has some connection to Quebec culture, or at least the French world, La Francophonie. Most of you are already familiar with the French house scene, so I decided to steer clear of Daft Punk and most of the Ed Banger type stuff, but I think you'll enjoy the bright, moody atmosphere that weaves its way through a lot of these tracks. We're going to drink wine from a French cellar while visiting a Yupik farm near Montreal. You'll hear my interview with the French director, who's pretty fired up about gathering the perfect squash. We'll hit up Picnic Electronique for a little brief foray into the Montreal electronic scene, and later on, we'll investigate the avant-garde by interviewing an ambient noise producer while sipping on beer made from a strange fruit. This is episode 108. What are we doing? We're listening to Frequency Horizon. Start off with this track from Robin LeClaire, aka Naibu. This song, Just Let It, has that badass rolling flow that he's known for. There's a reason why we played him on this show before. I mean, how could I not? It's on Horizon's music. No relation, of course, to the frequency horizon, but might as well be, right? Enjoy it. I'm 
That was Naibu, Just Let It, from the new Brazil P. You can find that on Horizons Music. Head over to their Bandcamp now, score yourself a copy. I'd been traveling with Frequency Horizon contributor Valerie Brassard-Lapage along the north bank of the St. Lawrence River in the mountainous regions. We traversed this terrain in pummeling rain that reduced visibility to foggy wonderland. Munching on this fatty slop that tasted as if poutine had transformed into a casserole. We had just come in range of the Quebec City radio stations, then the persistent wash had begun to clear and this song came on. I like to hate on saxophones, but I feel like this contains the correct use of them. This is Monk E, High on Life. I've always loved French and Quebecois music and cinema because they operate on a frequency that just seems to not give a fuck about what's going on in Hollywood. So that was one of the reasons going to Quebec was so cool. It was a nice little trip away from the whole mumble rap scene that just is kind of inundating Los Angeles. They don't have to worry about all that stuff. There's a lot of super sincere art that gets made and consumed in Quebec that would be considered too cheesy for American pop purveyors. And there's the connection to France and Europe in general that you don't find anywhere else in North America, giving the province a delightful flavor. Fucking pick up on that. That was Monk E, High on Life. I like this song so much I went out and bought it online, which maybe you should do too. Now, Flavien Berger was born in Paris, and he clearly has the ability to create incredibly dreamy songs that have just the perfect progression to them. This one's called Océan Rouge. That means Red Ocean, as you probably already knew.
joining us Frequency Horizon Translation at your service. Night falls on the cove, and the rock cries colors in calm galactic water. You're no longer afraid, and there's no more pain. The clouds are electric, reflecting the purple of the flowers. The mirages of these tropics are here to save your heart. Climate reversal. This new weightlessness. Erotic scent emerge from the depths in volcanic currents. You surrender to the heat. This aquatic landscape is here to save your heart. The heart, the heart. Invert the sky from the earth and leave the desert for the sea of Mars. The green dawn was the last and I leave the sea of Mars behind me. Flavian Berger with Océan Rouge. This actually, the song actually goes on for quite a lot longer, like this, with ups and downs, and it's definitely worth the listen. But I wanted to give you a taste of a lot of different music throughout the course of this episode. So we're going to flip right into Claire Lafue. Verité. Me laisser en 
envahir Par tous les faux sourires Et j'ai pas Le temps Me laisser envahir Par tous les faux sourires Et j'ai tout quitté Lafitte is actually from Belgium, of all places. If you didn't know, they speak French in Belgium, amongst other languages. That song was Verité, which means truth. Hey, my name is Chloé, Chloé Guéraud, and this is Frequency Horizon. I'm just about 15 minutes outside of Montreal, here at Kiosk Chez Villacourt, there are raspberry fields as far as the eye can see, but even beyond that, gourds. And behind, past the house with green gables, we have in the back there a greenhouse where they grow flowers even in the winter. I'm full of earth. You can register audio with that, record, sorry? Yeah. We are picking courge, courge butternut. Squash. Squash, oh sorry, squash. We are picking squash, squash. Two squash. So we are picking squash just 15 minutes away from Montmorency subway station to the north of Montreal city. So en fait, you're a, a filmmaker, is that correct? I would not pretend to be, actually, I'm too young, too young as a filmmaker for that. Fair enough. But, I, but I, I did a film with a friend of mine, roommate actually, Andréanne Martin. She's a visual artist of Montreal. We did a film about Identity Quest. And so what was the, the, the method in which you decided, okay, we need to cover Identity Quest. What's the action we can take to do that? What was the action you took and, and what, was it, what was it about? It's um, actually I was wondering myself about my my identity, and and lots of people around me were making fun of me. Oh, you're just in the crisis of the thirty because I was going to turn thirty years old, and they were making fun of me. Oh, you're just in a crisis, just in a crisis of the thirty. Don't worry, it will pass, and it was not passing. So I decided to ask to all kinds of people, do you? Do you have identity quest? Do you search about that question too? And if yes, did you already find the, the answer? Because I'm looking for the answer. So do you have the answer? I'm looking for it. And the way to ask to so many different people as, as much as we could, the way to do that was to do it hitchhiking. Because when you hitchhike, you just go out of the social bubbles. Usually we always meet and hang out with people who look like us. But when you hitchhike, you really meet people you would never have met usually. People very different from you. We found some sect in... We, we lived in a sect for three days in Manitoba. 
We had a ride with the mayor of the city. We had a ride for 24 hours with two young Indians, boys from India, just coming, just arriving to Canada, driving big, big uh, trucks. And they were seeing the snow for the first time of their life. They were driving big trucks on the snow <laughs> for the first time of their life. All kinds of people like that, very interesting. Some integrist Catholics, some Sikh people, all kinds of uh, population. Very interesting, some very racist, and others were immigrants. It was very interesting. Oh, you know, I could lose my job, but you look so cold, I felt bad for you. And in the end, what do you think you learned out of this? We did 10,000 kilometers, 15 days. The conclusion of that, nobody has yet. Not yet. Except one guy, this First Nation guy. What was the reception like for your film? Have you shown it around? What have people thought? The, the name of the film is Chloe Virgule. It's a short film, 26 minutes. And it has uh, his first, his premiere, world premiere. Where was in uh, went to Moscow, the International Festival of Visual Anthropology won the third prize of the debut competition. Then he went to Los Angeles, the Experimental Forum, where he won honorable mention from the jury. That was great. Now it's going next week to Serbia, International Festival of Serbia. Yeah, that, so that, that was great. So now it's touring in the international festivals to, so to watch Chloe Virgule. We need to wait for um, another festival in Canada to, to present it. We hope we're going to present it again in Canada. Now, when you were out there staring across the horizon, when you look back to those moments of ferrying du pousse, hitchhiking on the road, waiting for the next ride, and just staring out, wondering what was going to come across that horizon, what's that image you have in your mind? I well understand your question, what is the striking moment? I think it's the sun rise on the Rocky Mountains. Because when you've been crossing Canada, it was my first time doing that, you've, you're looking for the Rockies. And when we went from Calgary with a group of girls, because many friends of friends were hosting us on the road, and we went from the, for the sunrise from Calgary to Banff. And we had that sunrise on the Rocky Mountains. And that was like, and it, this is in the film actually. In the editing, we, we kept that moment. It's a great moment because it's like the, the arrival. You know, you've been crossing Canada from east to west. And when you arrive to the Rockies, you know, you're almost at the end of the trip. And you saw, wow. So that's rising of the sun. And it's one of my favorite moments in the film. With the music, which was the real music in the car at that moment. We didn't change the music. It was very emotional. It's really interesting to think about how Chloe was able to ride the hitchhiking wave across Canada and all the way onto the International Film Festival circuit in a very authentic and meaningful way, of course, too. Probably my favorite thing was listening to how she put her own journalistic mindset into play as we toured the grounds with Eves Willencourt, the farm owner with a cool flowery shirt and a royal blue blazer, who shared some awesome wine from one of his French cellars with us. Plant ici. Raspberry. <laughs> oh, raspberries? Yeah. They still grow this time of year? Yeah, because we have a second crops. We just second need a crops? little bit of sun and then they will be okay. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> did you plant these? Yeah. How long ago? Uh, those ones 15 years ago. 15? Yeah. So how long have you had the farm here? For how long? I'm, the, I'm the sixth generation. Wow. And my I'm daughter, she's not there for the moment, but she will be the seventh if she's taken. And when the... Where, where do the raspberry go afterwards? Do they go to supermarkets or they go to local yeah. markets? Yeah. Mm -hmm. ah, we said okay. it here at their farm. Their farm stand. Wow. And you pick also. So all the products you sell them here? Practically. So great, so that you don't pay any no. intermediaire? No. That's such a good business to be yes. directly from the producer to the buyer. And these are the plants of this year. They will produce in three years. That's the raspberries? I could tell she was delving into not only the economic mechanics of the farm, but also its social makeup. Asking Eve about the treatment of his workforce. Yeah, so it's been a fun time exploring here with a up-and-coming filmmaker who's hitting her marks and someone who espouses the hitchhiking way of life, same as me, same as the way I met Valerie, and now it's off to Picnic Electronique. And there's a weird traffic jam out here that you wouldn't even believe. This is Frequency Horizon! So just in case you were wondering, in that last segment, we heard La Manifestation by Les Cowboys Frigant. Manifestation is like protesting, so it's like a super popular thing for the youth of Quebec to do. That's what they're known for. And then we had Les Respectables, Hola Decadence. And then we had Okofen with Skidoos. Which I thought was pretty appropriate since Okofen is a Montreal glitch artist who really popularized a minimal sound back in the day. Had a big influence on me, in fact, my conception of minimal and glitch music. Not only that, but skidooing is a very Canadian pastime in a way. Considering Chloe's trip actually happened in the winter, in the freezing cold, I mean, I'm not saying she got picked up by any skidoos, but I thought it was pretty appropriate. Anyways. Remember I told you about the traffic jam? Oh man, I think it was the worst traffic jam I've ever been stuck in in my life. Maybe second only to the New Year's time period in Manila, Philippines. It took us five hours. For whatever reason, I guess everyone in Montreal was trying to head down to pick apples. But me and Valerie did make it actually in time to see Kink, who's this European DJ that was employing some pretty crazy live production techniques while dropping some really solid dance techno.
Hi, this is Trey of Church of the Undecided, and this is my new one on Frequency Horizon. They have this cool rideshare program called Amigo Express in Quebec, and everyone kind of uses it. It's super effective, pretty cheap too. I ended up using that a few times. And on this particular trip, I remember vibing along the St. Lawrence River, which to evoke that feeling, I'm going to play this song called Sea Level by one of my favorite producers, this up-and-coming guy named Church of the Undecided out of Texas. And don't forget, we got that creative interview with the Quebecois noise artist coming up.
Church of the Undecided with Sea Level. Okay, this next one is called Memory by French producer Erwin Castex, a.k.a. Rome, which I guess is what this whole series is all about. Going through collections of my own memories about that Quebec trip, I guess, you know? Anyways, Rome, Memory, enjoy.
Okay, that was Roan. Memory. Pretty groovy, eh? Hi, we're back on Not Good, and you're listening to the Frequency Horizon. One thing that kept me sane on all the long journeys, and there were a lot of them, up and down the St. Lawrence Seaboard, was listening to the Hospital Records podcasts. Couldn't wait for the new episodes to come out, and I listened to quite a few old ones as well. The guy behind it, London Electricity, well, he has a song in French, for whatever reason. It's called... Electricity will keep me warm. French version. period. This is Bop and Subwave with Take It Off. Take it off. They're Russian, but... Take it off. I mean, I did get back in contact with one of my Russian friends from Canada during this time period, so... Shout out to Roman. There you go. There's a connection to the journey, but... Frankly, I just wanted to play it because I think it's such a badass song. Take it off. 
Subwave would take it off. By the way, I found another connection between the last artists who were Russian and my Quebecois experience. Here's a song that's pretty popular in Quebec a little while back. Joseph Edgar with Espion Rus. It's basically like, I fell in love with the Russian spy. Hey, qu'est-ce que c'est tu veux qu'il dit de plus Il a tombé en amour avec une espionne russe Qui fumait des supers les mots au milieu de la nuit Quelque part sur Mont-Royal, tout près de Saint-Denis Peut-être une pleine lune, il ne se souvient plus Mais se souvient de ses yeux perçants au coin de la rue Se souvient de ses cheveux, se souvient de son odeur Et se souvient de l'apprendre et ainsi perdre son cœur Ainsi perdre son cœur se souvient de l'apprendre, se souvient de l'odeur. Cherchait dans les ruelles, il cherchait dans les bars. Y a-t-il quelqu'un qui a vu cacher mon cœur quelque part? Il déterrait les arbres, détruisait les gazons. Ouais, il cherchait tout partout en dessous de chaque buisson. Quand il marchait sur le trottoir, les gens changeaient de côté. Pour pouvoir le tout son chest que lui avait laissé. Mais moi, je m'ai arrêté, je regardais dedans. J'ai dit, hey, tout est ok, couche-toi, laisse passer le temps. Laisse passer le temps. Je t'ai alright man, couche-toi Laisse passer le temps uh-huh. Je 
Hey, qu'est-ce que c'est tu veux qu'on dise au juste On a tombé en amour encore une fois de plus Avec une fille qui fumait des clopes au milieu la nuit Quelque part sur Mont-Royal, tout près de Saint-Denis Peut-être sur une belle lune, on ne se souvient plus Mais on se souvient de ses yeux dans son coin de la rue On se souvient de ses yeux dans son coin de la rue Ouais, on se souvient de ses yeux dans son coin de la rue Joseph Edgar, Espion Roos. He's from Moncton, New Brunswick, actually. And he has a message in the coronavirus era. Courage to le monde. He says on his Facebook, I think the first time I ever got high was by secondhand smoke at a trio concert in France. That's T-R-Y-O. It's probably my favorite song by them. It's called Sermois. <laughs> Dépunés et tes ailes embrassées, de mordre en même temps, enfoncer mes ongles dans ton dos brûlant, te supplier de me revenir et tout faire au tout pour te voir partir et viens, emmène-moi là-bas, donne-moi la main que je ne la prenne pas, écorche mes ailes, envole-moi et laisse-toi tranquille à la fois. Mille fois entrelaçons-nous et lassons-nous-mêmes en dessous, serre-moi encore, serre-moi jusqu'à étouffer de toi. Qui pille le cœur des femmes et des femmes qui ne savent plus trop d'où l'amour tire son charme. Papillon de fleur en fleur, d'amour en amour de cœur. Ceux qui n'ont qu'une étoile ou ceux qui brûlent leur voile. J'aime tes larmes quand tu aimes la sueur, le sang, rendons-nous amants. Qui se passionne, qui se saigne. J'aime quand mon écorché est vivant. Je ne donne pas long feu à nos tragédies, à nos adieux. Reviens-moi, reviens-moi, tu partiras mieux comme ça. Il y a des salauds qui pillent le cœur des femmes et des femmes qui ne savent plus trop d'où l'amour tire son charme. Papillon de fleur en fleur, d'amour en amour de cœur. Ceux qui n'ont qu'une étoile ou ceux qui Embrasse-moi de support, viens mon ange, retracer le ciel. J'irai crucifier ton corps, pourrais-je dépunés et tes ailes embrasser, te mordre en même temps, enfoncer mes ongles dans ton dos brûlant, te supplier de me revenir et tout faire autour pour te voir partir et viens. Emmène-moi là-bas, donne-moi la main que je ne la prenne pas Écorche mes ailes, envole-moi et laisse-toi tranquille à la fois Mille fois entrelaçons-nous et lassons-nous-mêmes en dessous Serre-moi encore, serre-moi jusqu'à étouffer de toi Serre-moi encore, serre-moi jusqu'à étouffer de toi
the Ceremois. I noticed there was still a lot of respect for that group in Quebec when I was there. Now this next one is a brand new song from an artist who played many times on this podcast. You may be familiar with him from, you know, the brand new Lady Gaga song. Didn't know he was French until recently though. This is Chami with Ghosts.
That was Chami with Ghosts. I ended up passing the National Film Board offices a couple times as I was going up and down. That's the cinematic agency the Boards of Canada is named after. And one of my favorite National Film Board films now, which was promoted to me by Facebook right in that same time period. Le Chat Donazac. It's like a Quebec New Wave kind of thing. I was thinking about it a lot. Oui, l'histoire peut être... L'histoire, c'est forcément une réalité, mais je veux dire, un, un papier qui, qui prend ses sources dans la réalité peut être publié. Par exemple, un article sur la laïcité. Un papier... Euh, un papier sur un problème qui se pose par la majorité des gens. Euh, toi, tu m'arrives avec un, un article, tu dis, moi, je veux transformer le monde. Comment tu peux transformer ton monde? C'est quel monde que tu peux transformer? Secularism would prove such a pivotal issue in the re-election of Justin Trudeau. Tu dis que je serai une politique, mais tu ne veux pas entendre ce que je veux te dire sur le théâtre. Voyez un curé qui s'est tapé. Comment tu peux tu peux être si préjugé? Préjugé, merde. It was just another reminder that the Quebec world operates on a completely different frequency. Quand tu parles de théâtre. I guess in a way everything that's old is new again, right? Yes, we should probably learn the lessons that we garnered the first time around, right? Anyways, this is Kid Francescoli. I don't know how the French 79 remix.
That was Kid Francescoli with I Don't Know How, the French 79 remix. And next up, we're going to play The Blaze Territory. Thanks, by the way, to Paula for the suggestion. How did you know I was working on French-themed episodes? If you watch the music video for it, it sort of provides a very immersive glimpse into North African life, which is part of the Francophonie. You know, there's a lot of French colonization that happened there, too. And then, of course, in Canada, we see that reflected through the immigrant communities that have since uprooted themselves and come to Quebec. In the intro, let's dip into some clips from Monsieur Lazar, which is an awesome Netflix film. Okay, mais le remplaçant arrive quand? T'es parti à cause du terrorisme en Algérie? On peut dire ça. Une chrysalide, c'est un insecte entre la chenille et le papillon. Dans un petit cocon fragile, bientôt prêt à déployer ses ailes. Comme vous.
That was The Blaze with Territory. Now, I couldn't really do an episode on French culture, even Quebecois culture for that matter, without paying tribute to Philippe Zadar, one half of Cassius, who passed away not too long ago by falling from a balcony. It was very tragic, just on the eve of an album debut. This guy worked with everyone, including MC Solaire, who was a huge force in influencing pretty much every French rapper and Quebecois rapper to come. Probably a good time to play one of my favorite songs of all time. Cassius, I Love You So, the Scream remix. Enjoy.
That was Cassius. I love you so. The Scream Remix. I'd sure like to hear that in some more DJ sets now and again. I think it's probably as good a time as any to drop another artist with the Quebec pedigree. This is A Track and Friend Within. Blaze.
Montreal? Now you do. That's a new that's a new one where he teams up with Fred Within. It's called Blaze. I noticed these guys showed up on quite a few Spotify playlists of people I met in Quebec. There's Polo and Pan, Canapé. And I hope Muse is getting some royalties off this one somehow. Beyond that, completely original, sultry smooth. Feels like you know you're asleep, you just don't want to wake up. That's how much fun you're having.
want to be reading a Monocle magazine, sipping a cappuccino, drifting along to the Sonics. And we're about to meet a really cool noise producer. which is a brasserie, which means they actually make beer here, which is really cool, because I'm having one that's like uh, made with this thing called Camarice, which is apparently the name in English as well, but it's like a Japanese fruit. It's like uh, the color of plum, but it tastes a bit sour. It's very good. And I'm here with, who is this? Tom Jacques. And uh, what's, your, what's your musician name? Yeah, it's my musician name and composer and sound artist name. Yeah, that's the stuff in the background, actually. So how long have you been playing music for? Um, that's a good question. Maybe since I'm 12 years old, 10. Maybe even be- before, but I was playing with cans and coffee cans and chips cans. Then maybe since I'm 8 years old and now I'm 25, then you can make the calcul. <laughs> when I first, like, I was in northwestern Ontario, when I, was, when I thought of the idea, I heard of the idea that I might become in a Ramuski. I looked at it on the map, and I was like, whoa, that's like deep Quebec. Deep, deep, deep Quebec. I've never thought about even going to deep, deep Quebec before, right? Well, I come here, and to my surprise, it reminds me very much of when I lived on Vancouver Island. It's very cultural. It's very uh, cute. It's very uh, you know, interesting, and I meet a lot of fascinating people. Why do you think it is that it's such a best-kept secret? Because people think it's a deep place. <laughs> it's not that deep. Um, and yeah, people are making arts and are doing lots of things all around Canada and Quebec. Then why people don't know that? I don't know. They have to take. Uh, to, they have to travel and see what's going on. Tell me about your art. Tell me about your like. Uh... <laughs> Can I tell you? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's complicated. I'm I'm playing music with sounds. I'm composer, sound artist. I'm making sound installation. Uh, I'm developing musical instrument to uh, to play music differently. To play music that I can't achieve with a conventional instrument. Is a, a wooden instrument or it's a technological yeah, instrument? It's, or what? Yeah, mostly percussion instrument, but we also, I and I have other people working with me, develop uh, strings instrument, percussion, and objects. You know, I use objects to, for example, you put an, your trumpet into another object that's gonna make your trumpet sound in a different way. Here we are, as they say, au bord de la fleuve. Au bord de la fleuve. There's the St. Lawrence River. In English, I don't think we have a word for fleuve, like exactly. I think they call it sometimes the St. Lawrence Seaway. The point is, it's kind of like the ocean. Like, it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of like this giant body of water. I'm wondering to what extent does it like impact your musical creation next to this sort of seaside environment? Mm. My music, like, how the 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 Saint Laurent River impact my um, my music? Probably not directly, but um, I need it just for I like the nature. It's why I live in here. It's because it's very quiet, and I often go walk around the, the river. And um, there is also another river near my place, and yeah, it impacts myself because it's. Um, 
it gave me a quiet time, time to think and yeah, just to, to um, I can relax there and then it helps for what I'm doing in my life. <laughs> Is that crazy that water has that impact on people, you know? Yeah, water and forest, nature. So tell me about your favorite song or one of the interesting songs that you have. Or like, uh, I, do, I do not have a favorite song. Song is like, what um, I find very important in music is the diversity of the music. And uh, I wouldn't. I don't like really. I want favorite song. I like lots of different songs for lots of different reasons. And it's the most important thing for me. It's to have, and to keep the diversity. You know, punk music, contemporary, jazz, hip hop. Uh, name it. <laughs> there is so many kind. Electronic music, whatever. And it's all these kind of music that I listen to for different reason. Reason, and they are all as important. So how can people find your music or hear about you? Is there any way that that could possibly happen? Yeah, you can go on the internet and go on tomjacques.ca. What is it? Tom Jacques, my name. Tom Jacques, that's T-O-M... T-O-M... Oh, I don't... J-A-C-Q-U-E-S? Yeah, exactly. And dot .ca? .ca. Wow, you got that one. That's good. And there is lots of... You know, I'm making music that is all... Art, visual art and music you know it's like between those two um, uh, those two kind of art and then there's video you can see all the thing I do there mostly why why is the Black Quebecois starting to be popular with with youth do you think have you heard of this if, if what the Black Quebecois the separatist party in Quebec I don't think so I, I don't know it depends uh, with which, I heard ooh, ooh, you, you, with, which kind of people you, you're spending time? For me, yeah. for example, my, my friends, they don't really like Black Québécois. But, um, yeah. But they, they, they don't like conservative at all. <laughs> and, yeah, for, for example, right now we, we're kind of... Um, we don't have choice. Seriously, it's so bad, the election, like this, this time is we, we don't have choice. It's better to uh, go elect Quebec Solidaire from Quebec and then make a country and... <laughs> what is that, Quebec Solidaire? <laughs> yeah, it's some, it's in the other, it's when we have a... That's like a provincial party. Yeah, it's just national, you know, for in Quebec. Oh, but it's not in this election, it's the in the other, when we have just uh, Quebec, Quebec election. election. Yeah. yeah, the provincial one, right? Yeah. But then again... That's what you're, that's, that sounds like that's what you're saying is like why this, those same people that might like the Quebec Solidaire might also like Quebec No, I don't know. I don't know. It's complex. Uh, I don't know what what the people like, but okay, yeah. so that, I, I, I know what the people like. That was noise artist Tom Jacques. And keeping in the spirit of experimental music creation, let me throw my two cents into the mix. In my travels, I came to appreciate how much the vast forest resources of Quebec symbolized the historical pride and sustainability-based future of the province. I watched as leaves turn from verdant green to fiery orange and yellow. It was hard to put into words how lucky I felt to witness this natural masterpiece. So I'm not going to try. I mean, I wrote a song instead called Red Orange Forest, Forêt d'Atom, about it. That's what we're listening to right now. Let me know what you think. On the SoundCloud, you can check it out. 
can check us out on Facebook or on the Twitter. Plenty of ways to give your feedback. Tech House. You can let me know what genre you think it is. But the truth is, eventually those leaves ended up burning up in their fiery flourish of color and fell off in a brown crisp, leaving wiry gray branches and exposed hillsides. And I was starting to get sick of not surfing. Would have been a quick Amigo Express ride down to Halifax for an East Coast one. But the all-or-nothing hurricane swells didn't seem too appealing to me. Go from 15 feet waves to nothing, just like that. And I've been seduced by a live stream of the Queen of the Peak female surf competition. I could tell my days in Quebec were numbered. Here's French drum and bass artist The Clamps with some killer melodic dark drum and bass in the form of their track, I Feel.
incredible. So moody, so expressive, so badass. That was the claps with I Feel. The next one I got for you is by an artist I first heard about in junior high French class. Shout out to Sage McBride, Jade Lorimer, Daniel Laux, and all the rest of my extended French homies who somehow found this podcast and made it this far in the series. Even at that time, Jean Lelou was kind of seen as a joke as far as considering anything we might be into. But you go to Quebec and you see just how relevant his music actually is to daily life there. And I have to give the track of the episode award this week to this one. I lost my baby. crazy story about a Quebecois guy getting chased through the forest by a pack of wolves, you might want to dig into our Frequency Horizon archives. Try episode 82, Escape from the Wolf Pack. Now, for my part, I hopped on a plane, got off in Vancouver, which as far as I'm concerned is the gateway to Tofino, and I was stoked to visit my sister. She even took me to see Parasite with her boyfriend. So why don't we listen to Caribou? sister as we begin the musical transition back to Los Angeles sister I promise you I'm changing 
You've had broken promises, I know. If you want to change it, you must break it. Rip it up, and something new will grow. Make changes. No one else can do it if you don't. Surely you have noticed things are changing. I can't do it all on my own. That was Caribou, his sister. You've got to check out his whole album that he just came out with. It's called Suddenly. Mixmag gave it a well-deserved 9 out of 10, by the way. You know, they can be harsh sometimes. So that's pretty good. As I transited across Vancouver Island, where I first saw throat singer Tanya Degak, I was treated to this song by her on CBC Radio, late at night. It's called Hypothermia, and it was a good reminder of how, even though the leaves were still very much on the trees in that part of the country, it can get painfully cold at night. It was a reminder of how many people on Vancouver Island, Megan and Harry's interim destination of choice before making LA, there, she knew, how many people actually live in their cars or makeshift structures year-round. It also reminded me I used to love driving around listening to Lori Brown with the signal but that's another story for another time
as I emerged into Fino during a warm jam session at TRM, a resort I helped renovate, I knew I had scored. There would be ideal three to five foot waves on the horizon for the foreseeable future. Shout out to Nora for fighting the good journalism fight, letting me aboard and taking me to this awesome freestyle piano concert. to hit up a high-octane Matt the Alien show again alongside some of my first Frequency Horizon listeners. And later I'd even get to catch Bernardo de la Torre and his wife Kat spinning during the Woodstove Festival in Cumberland. I'd have to say there's no song that best represents my time living temporarily in a cabin, reading magazines, yes, including Monocle, and driving around in a rental vehicle to surf and to apply for writing gigs than this new one by Tycho. It's called Into the Woods. which I first heard on the satellite radio that came with my rental vehicle. Easily the best one I heard on there the whole time. 
Thanks to sticking around through the ups and downs of my tour of La Belle Provence. Thanks to Chloe Guerreau, Yves Valencourt, Tom Jacques, the noise artist, Valerie Bissard-Lepage, and Nancy Wood for the amazing cover art. Thanks to Anish Soshnik for our theme song, of course. Don't forget to tune in next time as we go to the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic, sort of, and also really, truly interview an Oscar-nominated team who've seen what a real crisis is all about much closer than most of us would like to get. But before I let you go, I'm going to take you back for one more spin to a moment late in my time in Quebec as I stood along the southern bank of the St. Lawrence River at sunset. And we're going to do it to the sounds of Quebecois artist Magical Clouds with a song called Downtown, the Alex Cruz and Brascon remix. Thanks for coming along for the ride. I never thought I'd be staring into the blue on blue of the horizon looking towards the eastern ocean. Somewhere out there is the Atlantic. Here I am in Bas Saint Laurent. It's like eastern Quebec, southeastern Quebec on the St. Lawrence River. I've seen the Mississippi. I was just flying over it not that many weeks ago. I remember photographing it from the air, thinking how huge that river is. We come out here to the St. Lawrence and at least up here, closer to the mouth, just dwarfs anything you could imagine. If it weren't for that shore just across in front of me, the north side of the St. Lawrence River, I could be confusing this for the ocean itself. Then I realized that, in fact, that isn't the North Shore. It's just an island. So when I look out to the right of that island, that's not even the ocean, but it sure looks like it. When I crossed on the ferry, what I saw was uh, very similar to going to Vancouver Island for the first time. Looking out and feeling like you're on the ocean, but really just being in between two landmasses. Is it really this cool to be in your life? We have the peachy peak throughs of the sky, dense, thick, possibly rain packed, swept across sky just in the west. We have how that dissipates into the blue sky overhead. We have the moon just peeking its cute little face just ever so gently through a cloak of clouds. I think it's pretty cool how they managed to maintain a middle class society that's very knowledgeable, that is working hard to protect its own individuality, but isn't afraid to work hard. There's one thing I'll do. You should ever go I'll write you into all of my songs And if suddenly I die I hope they will say That he was obsessed and it was okay The thing that surprised me most was how much I'd found that Quebec, believe it or not, just felt like home. After living in Los Angeles for so many months, which was awesome, better than I expected, and really a view into where society as a whole is going. But coming up here to Quebec, I got the mannerisms. I felt like I was back in Tofino, surrounded by endless amounts of Quebec kids. I used to be out there in the lineup, trying to find my own little corner to hop on 
and when you, the waves were coming or when they weren't, you'd say hi to someone. I'd say 50% of the time at the peak season, they'd answer you in French. And that was just fine by me because I thought it spoke to the ability to pull people all the way across the country to appreciate waves. Now I'm getting it on the opposite side of things. Actually, believe it or not, Justin Trudeau's coming tomorrow. I just want to know about Justin Trudeau's surfing experience. Bon voyage. Au revoir. Ciao,